0: In the summer of 1937, the superintendent of a Michigan psychiatric hospital, Dr. Ernst Einhoff, hires Dr. Joseph Astor to head his secure ward. Yet the job isn't what it's expected to be after Einhoff reveals a drug fabled to give his patients the experience of their own death. In the hope that the drug will give a new perspective and guide their patients into better health, the doctors attempt to use it to explore the unconscious. But as they debate over the theories of the mind, the drug leads them down a dark path their theories can't explain. Is this world they're exploring the projections of their patient's unstable mind, or have they opened a door to something else? Let's
1: take a shot. Let's take a shot. 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 un tiro. Let's take a shot. Let us take a shot. Let's take a shot. Let. Let's take, a
0: let's take a shot. Stop, brav, 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 let's take,
2: a, sh- take a, a, shot, a shot, take a shot, shot take a shot. Let's take a shot. What the hell? Let's take a shot.
0: Let's take a shot.
2: Let's take a shot. Let's take a shot. Shot, shot. Hey, let's
0: take a shot.
3: <laughs> We're supposed to do it together.
1: Awesome.
2: Welcome to the show it's august twenty (laughs) sixth. it was a great clap brandon i don't want a heavy
1: emphasis clap for sure
2: august twenty sixth, 2020 my name's dylan i have brandon i have tyson and tyson i think we have a a special guest on today
1: we do do we uh, do we yeah no we have a definitely a very special guest tonight i'm very excited to uh, have this individual in here um the guy wears many many hats, as as we'll, I guess, come to find here in a bit. Ah. But uh, yeah, he's a project managing, motorcycle riding, wave ripping, mustache repping, <laughs> book writing, son of a gun. So ladies oh. and gentlemen, without further ado, Mr. Colin Pierce. Yeah. I love that intro. That's fantastic.
0: <laughs> How Woo! are we, Colin? Doing doing great. Glad to be here. Happy
2: Colin, to have you, you know, on, I, man. I've only just met you, but after that introduction, damn it, I like you. <laughs>
3: Yeah. I think we could end it there. That,
1: that was a high yeah. note.
3: That's it's kind of what I'm thinking.
2: not we'll get any better. I, I have to
3: admit that was that was the best intro to any guest we've had. So Tyson, kudos to you, and, and I think that speaks volume to you. So uh, Colin, so this I'm excited. This is great. I uh, so I, I heard I heard one thing that my mind just gravitated to. You're you're a motorcycle guy. Is that correct? A little bit. Okay. I can't say I'm a
0: full-on motorcycle guy. I think I have aspirations to to one day be yeah. an old guy out there. Yeah, but uh, I ride occasionally. I don't even have my own bike yet, but I do have a motorcycle license just because it's hilarious. I took a great photo <laughs> with it. Nice, and it's something I like to show off. That's a, that's about it. As Where much are you as that goes
2: rocking a handlebar mustache in your motorcycle photo?
0: Probably the best one I've ever had. Yeah, oh, yeah. It oh, uh, yeah, was yeah. a it Man. was a beard that lasted I think a year, and that was how it ended. Handlebar mustache.
1: So Brandon and for a week. yeah, Brandon and Dylan, you'll enjoy this. So I think the last time I had actually run into Colin was at Finn's Manor in Denver. Oh, and I remember This, guy, this our, guy. our favorite, our favorite bar. You know how it is. He just Ryan he's Albert. just going up and up in my <laughs> book, checking Jesus. all my
2: boxes. Yeah. But yeah,
1: I remember running into him, just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, where? What are you doing here? And then he showed me. I remember seeing his his license, so that's why I had to cue it in with with the intro. Wait.
3: Nice. No shit. I was fucking there. I was I there. I think you Tyson. might have been, honestly. Because you, you literally told me that exact same story. Like, I swear to God, I, I, this guy is in California. I don't know why he's here. Look <laughs> at this cool ass <laughs> mustache. And I was like, yeah, I agree. Check yeah. this guy out. Go. I was there.
0: <laughs> that, uh, that sounds like me. Yeah. Finn's stories are true.
2: Great bar. I will say, I've one minor beef with it. And I think uh, I've run into the issue with both Brandon and Tyson. And that's that uh, occasionally. They'll just like close at like eight thirty. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. it's go there on weird. a Friday at like nine fifteen, and they're like, oh no, sorry, we're closed. And we're like, what? It's like a Friday at nine fifteen p.m. I'm like, there's no like snow or anything, and they're like, yeah, like a lot of us work in the mountains or or uh, live in the mountains. Excuse me. I was like, oh, okay,
0: yeah, is that that <laughs> so our problem? Closed yeah. Now?
1: yeah. <laughs> So. that was the one
0: time I had ever been there, and it, it worked out great. I think I was there for like 10 minutes. I walk in, there's Tyson. <laughs> I think I then so win, got win. dragged out immediately after I showed the ID. <laughs> that was about all the conversation went yeah. to. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> was short.
3: Like, Get that mustache out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Get this guy so, out. So so, real quick, obviously, Tyson, you know Colin. You wanna you wanna tell us a little bit about how you guys know each other, how you guys met, how you brought this this Godsend of a of a guest into our, our podcast yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, beautiful uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. Colin and I both went
1: Woo. to uh, Colorado State uh, Let's Construction go Rams. Management majors. Yeah, go Rammies, huh? But uh, then oh, yeah. we actually we both interned for the same company actually in Northern California one summer, oh. and uh, ended up hanging out a bunch. And um, yeah, it was it was a blast. I had a blast. At least I can't speak for Colin, but I uh, got to know him through that and then, uh, you know, hung out a bunch kind of that next semester at school. So, so anyways, yeah, that's a little, little backstory anyhow. And Colin's now off, I think you're back in Northern California. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I lived in San Francisco for three years and then now just moved north, north of the bridge. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Ty- Tyson and I uh, tore up Berkeley and uh, San Francisco for, yeah. a, for a
1: whole internship together. Shout Sick. out to uh, Jupiter if anyone, nice. or uh, frequents that bar. It's uh, it's a staple in the in the Berkeley memories for sure. What's, now what's, now I got I got to ask. In, what about?
3: Well, go ahead, Dill. Go.
2: It, it might be the same question in downtown San Fran, Tyson. What's oh, the bar um, that has the moving stage the with boats? the music? Yeah, yeah, yeah it has the, like a uh, boat with the band on Anthony
1: Anthony, it. Anthony Bordell? like the hotel thing. Yeah, what's that yeah. place called? Yes. Tonga Room. Yes. Tonga, room. Tonga. Tonga Room. Tonga Room. That <laughs> place is yes. lit. Yeah, Colin. So, oh, so yeah. I told wow. Colin. So I actually told uh, Dylan and Brandon. They had a, a buddy um, who has actually been a guest star on the on the podcast. He uh, went to UC Berkeley the year, or I guess the semester, literally after I left, or yeah. we left. Um, so Dylan and Brandon went out to visit him And I told them to go to the Tonga Room um, Tonga Room is wild Yeah, that place is <laughs> It's a weird evening you signed yourself up for
2: <laughs> What you didn't Something tell us A blue
1: drink <laughs> You know what it is and then To just...
2: uh, avoid the tenderloin Which we did a bad job of avoiding And That's right there Yeah, yeah. We, we, walked not, no, we walked to karaoke walked out And we're like, hmm, this is, <laughs> this is pretty sketch I got offered a lot of drugs <laughs> Yeah and then the next Probably day, a yeah. great deal. Yeah. One of Brandon's friends who's from the area is like, what the fuck were you guys doing walking through the Tenderloin? And we're like, <laughs> oh, we just wanted to karaoke. I don't know. Seems like a nice enough yeah, place. Yeah, that, uh, that could be the funnest part of the city. Yeah. Definitely
0: the yeah. easiest way to make a memory. <laughs> <laughs> a
3: good I way would put agree. It. I would agree. Great way to put it. Um, so we have, uh, not to not to pivot, which is a word that we like to use too much on this uh, <laughs> podcast, but we have a, a compiled list of, <laughs> as Dylan whispers it, we have a compiled list of uh, questions that we want to ask Mr. Colin. Um, do you guys want to kind of get into that and uh, start firing? Colin, are you okay with us firing away at Let's, let's dive into or, some, uh, some fiction. Cool. Cool, okay. I, I, I have um, one more
2: real-life question before uh-oh. we dive in. Okay. And that's, as it is... Excuse me, as it stands right now, August 26, 2020, you're living just north of the bridge in San Francisco or in that area. Are you yes. about to catch on fire? <laughs> aren't there wildfires <laughs> all around you?
0: <laughs> um, I, I tried to go outside today and yeah. that turned out to be a terrible idea. Okay. So we aren't in the evacuation zone, but basically everyone else is. So okay. So it is a wow. crazy time.
2: Well, fingers Jeez. crossed for you. I hope. Everyone the at
0: the, the grocery stores is basically just saying all we need next is the big earthquake. It's, uh, oh that's about God.
2: where everyone's at. That'd wow. be the rapture wow. right there. <laughs> cool. Well, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're not <laughs> evacuated. <laughs> yeah, or on but fire. anyway, thanks for joining us. I still us. have yeah. power. So, yeah, let's, <laughs> cool.
0: uh, let's dive in. Awesome. Let's do it. Um, um, yeah,
1: it's Tyson, You want to go? Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll start us off. So,. Um, so, Colin, one of the previous episodes, I did mention uh, your book, the esteemed, uh, the Garage Gorilla. Um, oh yeah. So, a lot of kind of what we're curious about, as you'll you'll get to see, or is you know just you kind of as a as an author, obviously as you know you you have a, a, a typical nine to five, if you want to call it that, as as do a lot of us. Um, so, yeah, I guess first and foremost, why. And what made you kind of become, become an author or what, what steered you towards that route? So I always liked writing growing up
0: and the garage gorilla was actually based off a true story that I heard as a kid outside of Denver. I grew up in Arvada, and so my dad grew up in Wheat Ridge, Denver area. There was an offender who actually lived in that area, 1969, early seventies, who would go into people's garages and unscrew light bulbs and (laughs) wait for women. Oh, whoa. And yeah. <laughs> and then point. he would attack women there. And then he later would turn on their hoses at night so that they would come out of the house and then would attack them there. Whoa. And my dad always told me the story in the neighborhood where he grew up as we were driving to go see my grandparents. And it was just being this thing, the story I knew. And as I was thinking about trying to put writing together into something, I saw the story of the Golden State killer on the news and how they used genealogy like everyone's figuring out their ancestry, to solve a murder. And I kind of thought, well, I'll put two and two together. I now have the storyline of this old story that I uh, had known since I was a little kid.
3: Wow. That's That's fucking awesome, dude. (laughs) I know. That's a great inspiration. Did they catch this light bulb serial? Nope. No, they never caught him. No, Uh, I don't think
0: he killed anybody, but he got really close. Wow. Wow. And uh, yeah, but he was all over the newspapers. I had a couple newspapers from 1969. That's and crazy. They even had helicopters searching for him. Jeez. Never caught the guy. Was
2: in that time in 69, was he referred to as the Garage Gorilla? He was. Okay. He was the Garage Gorilla, but it was Uh-oh. spelled
0: as a normal gorilla. And then I changed it yeah. as uh, Gorilla Warfare and I kind of put a, a meaning to it
2: later in the book. Okay. But... It is the cooler way to spell it objectively. I think so, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> I was, was going to ask – I was a question I hadn't written down, but I was going to say, you know, were you, was it going to be, like, working title, like the light bulb bandit?
0: I, I had originally done the Garage Gorilla spelled, like, a gorilla. Okay. And then I changed it as I'm coming up, like, how are they going to come up with the name, the Garage Gorilla? I have no idea how they did in real life. And so, so I figured, I mean, the, the real guy – wasn't a serial killer i made him a serial killer just yeah. so i could kind of go with my my storyline of genetic genealogy so then that's where i came up with the, the guerrilla warfare thing
2: yeah that's that's mm-hmm. awesome man that's a super cool backstory to that i love how it feeds it, was, it into uh, your, yeah
3: you your... so to answer your question dylan no that that <laughs> idea was awful and that's, it did not horrible. come to his ah, the light
2: bulb bandits all mine my... <laughs> it's a spiritual successor <laughs> um Colin. So uh, the the reason the show is called the Let's Take a Shot podcast, mostly it's about us, you know, down in a massive amount of alcohol. Um, But at the the kernel of the truth of that is actually it's about, you know, taking shots in life and following through on things that you want to do and that you're passionate about. It sounds like you've done that. Um, What advice can you give to us and to others um, to help people maybe follow through and pursue the things that they want to do so badly when they're struggling to make it happen.
0: I mean, honestly, as uh, lame as it sounds, it's literally just going for it Mm because I didn't really get into college or leave college wanting to be a writer. Yeah. And I kind of just wanted to get a job and be a normal person. Yeah. Like everyone else, you're like, crap, I kind of got to get myself established. (laughs) And then once you do, you're like, oh, I'm working a lot. (laughs) And there's not really that much fun and then I had that story and the Golden State Killer case came out and I kind of put two and two together of I should try this. And it ended up just being something I told myself, even if this turns out to be a total failure, it'd be cooler to do it and then fail and as opposed to not doing it at all.
3: Yeah, so that was really that. What,
0: what drove me over the edge.
3: That's a great mindset. Love it. In, the, in that initial, like decision period where you're like you know what fuck this nine five bullshit like you said even if it's bad i'm sure it's gonna be a better experience were you still were there still like hurdles and and roadblocks that that maybe would have swayed you in another direction or were you just like dead set like look i'm just gonna go for this i'm gonna shoot my shot
0: i was i was dead set on it the second i started to to write because i didn't want to tell myself that i was gonna have this goal and then do it and then not finish it i thought that would have been the worst thing and then, like telling people, that I would have told it. I didn't really tell how many people I just started it, but that was my nightmare. Was me like, yeah. "I'm definitely gonna write a book." And then, then being like, "Hey, what happened to that book?"
3: Two years, and then I'm like, "Oh crap!" Buddy. <laughs> so, so that was kind of propelling you a little bit. I, I yeah, think for kind of sure. Similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was yeah.
0: So I kind of kept it on the on the the low end, and then I I even just started. I started by hand. I didn't even have like software or anything. I just started writing by hand, very incoherent. It would have looked like I was crazy if you had read those (laughs) original notes, Yeah, but that's how it
3: started. Yeah, That's awesome. You, uh, it's like you read our minds or maybe saw our questions, but that, that leads into our next question we have here throughout the writing process, what software and or hardware did you leverage for writing the book?
0: So really not that much. Cause like I said, I started by hand and I think I even wrote five chapters by hand, which oh, I do wow. not recommend. <laughs> and, uh, but as I was doing it, I kind of realized like, this is really bad because my first <laughs> draft just didn't really make a lot of sense. And then I, I knew I'd have to rewrite everything. So then I, I got a Google docs and just started going there and rewrote all five. And then kind of from that point, I, I figured out more of what I wanted to do and I kept it in the Google Docs until I eventually just went to Word because that's how you have to get it to go out to agents or to anyone else. Okay. Oh,
2: really? You just submit it like as a Word file?
0: Yep. they only want Word docs, which is weird. Cool. You wow. can't send them, uh,
2: So you kind yeah, of set us up into another question that um, <clears throat> I was curious about and that was like, <laughs> how did you go about editing the book and how many editing passes did you do it? It sounds like you started out knowing you're going to have to go over and edit the whole thing.
0: Oh, I did. I even originally didn't even put paragraph spaces in a lot of it. I was just kind of writing huge chunks as they came to my head, which is a terrible idea. And uh, I wouldn't do that again. Yeah. (laughs) I'm writing a different one and I've, I've totally gone away from that, but I, I wrote it in a way where it was, I definitely needed an editor Mm -hmm. and I knew I was going to do that. And I ended up finding Fiverr
3: and, okay
0: like 99 designs websites like that. Yep. And I, I got mm-hmm. a editor for ridiculously cheap to go through my whole manuscript in a week. Holy and shit. It was only wow. like it was only like $200 for him to go through everything. That's and I'm sure that. he missed a couple stuff in there, but I mean, yep. it helped a ton cuz yeah, he did a lot.
2: I've done some uh, audio narration on Upwork. Um it's it, okay. it's not a bad gig. Like I I I think it's beneficial for both sides, you know. Um, that's really cool though that you got someone like, that quickly and that, you know, like, cheaply, to be honest. Well, I, <laughs> to edit like I got it.
0: hooked up with um, a guy who actually is just living his whole life writing books now. And he, he oh, never John, had an agent. Uh, the author is called Nick Prague. He actually grew up in Colorado. He's probably 15 years older than, than we are. Mm-hmm. And... I got his number. He somehow, his mom knew my mom in a weird mom connection. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great, Keep going. He got my number and pretty much he just called me and said, hey, I'll take a look at your stuff. And then he told me about 99 Designs for getting your cover done and Fiverr for getting, you you can get your editor on here. You can get a book designer on here. Wow. Then he gave me little pointers here and there. And uh, that was huge because talking to him, he'd already published like eight books or 10 books at that point. Wow. And so actually talking to someone who's been through the process was, that was a big step.
2: Yeah.
3: So this 99 design, pardon me, I'm, I'm naive, uncreative, not writer guy, but it sounds like a (laughs) one-stop shop for like a lot of useful stuff. 99 designs. I did,
0: uh, I did the cover there. And so that one was crazy too, because the cover wasn't terribly expensive. I had an idea that I wanted to do, and the yep. way I did it looks terrible. It was just a, like a silhouette <laughs> of a woman walking into her garage. But I Like the way I describe it even sounds nicer than it looks. Yeah. And I yeah. sent it to a guy and I was like, just go with this. This is what I want. <laughs> and so I think he told me it was going to be like $300. And he was in Serbia. And then Whoa. a week later, I, yeah, a week later, I get this really cool cover that he had designed over the weekend. And I had never seen that before. And I was like, that's. Perfect.
2: yeah so so brandon if you're not <clears throat> i used 99 designs a long time ago with my uncle basically usually what you do um is you kind of yeah like, like colin said you have an idea like a sketch or just even just like words for kind of what you want designed like visually and then mm-hmm. the way we did it with my uncle is basically you say hey like the winning <laughs> the winning person you know gets this much money and then you have a bunch of people like submit basically oh, like well. they're rough draft to you and you kind of at least the way that's we did it you kind of select the ones you want the most and then you kind of go back and forth with them a bit and then when you're happy with what you get you release the payment and they're happy, you're happy. And um,
0: Yeah, there's there's two ways you can do it. You can do it that way. You yeah. can do a, like a challenge basically okay. and send it out to 20, 30 people who yeah. will design your cover for you or whatever you're trying to get done. Mm-hmm. And you can you can then oh. and whoever all these people will do it, and then you only pay one person.
1: Yeah. You yeah, and same wow. Same with yeah. uh, design crowd is what I used for like my my website and business logo. Um, and it's basically the same thing. I I bought like a package, if you will. And then it sent it out. To, I think I got like 300 or some odd, um, like different, you know, designs or whatever. Um, I picked my favorite one, and then I got to work with that guy like one on one. I think he was similar to like Serbia. I think he was in like Kazakhstan or something like that. And great um, designers over there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like Design Crowd, 99 Designs. I'm assuming they're they're pretty similar. But, uh, nice. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it was
0: crazy. Uh, all the resources you need to do everything, basically, you can just get for under, under $1,000 and just a couple emails away. That's, that's really all it wow. is. That's wild.
3: That's super useful. I did not know that. And, uh, yeah. capitalism at work there, that's great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Really competitive market there. Hey, Colin. So, um, so it yeah. sounds
1: like, you know, as you're, obviously working, you know, I would, I would assume a full-time job while you're writing this book. Um, how yep. much time were you spending kind of on a day-to-day basis? Were you mostly utilizing weekends, after work? How, I guess, where was your time, like, aligned to prioritize? I would do you? an hour, an hour a day, sometimes not even, but
0: hopefully an hour a day or more Okay. a night before I went to bed. And I would usually only write, like, one word page a night. Okay. And that would be, or sometimes a word page and a half. Yeah. A lot of writers, like famous writers always say, oh, I write, you know, how many thousand words a day or something like that. Yeah. I just kind of just tried. I mean, some days it's really hard to try to write something because it's just not coming to you. Yeah. And then other days it's super easy. So you'll punch out like four or five pages and then sure. one day you'll get like half a page. Yeah. But I would just try, I would try an hour every night and just sit down and, and try to do something. And about how so, long so for content- did that take you yeah, of, of
2: doing ahead. that to get your to get through like your first... <laughs> Draft and it took.
0: I think I started in like November or October of 2018, and then I wow. finished the manuscript in an, in like November ish of 2019. So about a full year. Oh wow! Okay. Of uh, of writing that, and then I went into designing and doing everything else after that.
3: Yeah, okay. And and for context, how how um, long is the book? How many pages?
0: It's 289. 289. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but it's like 64,000 words, which wow, wow. in scale is kind of a smaller <laughs> novel. Some people write like 120, 170,000 novels, which I I can't read those. I I'm yeah, too lost at that point. This
2: I mean if they not, go into rabbit holes I don't want to go to. I mean not everyone's <laughs> trying to be like George R R Martin who like <laughs> right. who won't I was just going to say book that. Also, he's like he makes his book so yeah. long he like doesn't put them out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have
0: never wanted to read a book that big. I don't know uh, yeah. at what point. Like, what is even the middle? Hap- what's happening in the middle? At that point, you're reading like 18 other books. Yeah,
3: it's it's too much. My man, I I completely agree. <laughs> um, I think it's I think it's my turn. Uh, plus, I just want to talk because I'm selfish. Um, so let's see. Did you uh, did you self publish or did you go through I did. a publisher?
0: Yeah. So I self published. I sent out to like I don't even know how many agents. Probably around a hundred, and I was wow. I was almost too eager to, to get it out. I had a lot of agents like, oh, you know, I kind of like it, and they would read it for a while and then send it back, and it was it was a lot of rejections, but almost. And then some people saying if you changed this one part, I'm like, ah, I'm kind of I'm kind of past it at that point. And then I was talking to that guy who had published all of his books. Mm-hmm. and At that point, he had done his entire career self published. Oh, wow. and mm-hmm. was living his life now in tahoe totally just as a writer Dude, and fuck i that. talked to him and he said basically i mean just go for it your first book just go for it you're gonna have other ones that come after this and just use this as a learning experience basically yeah so yeah. i went and uh, self published everything on on amazon yeah. and then the only no. caveat with that is you got to do your, all your own marketing
2: Okay. Which
1: yeah. is a okay.
0: pain in the ass, but <laughs> so marketing how, sucks. What have you done <laughs> to market
2: the book and what have you found to work and what have you found to like not work so well?
0: So, there's these crazy, I guess, shortcuts that you can have with these little websites that send out to a bunch of subscribers. Oh. One of them is called mm-hmm. Book Buddy, I'm and the other one's buddy. called Bargain Booksy, which I had never heard of. But apparently,
2: bargain booksy? With bargain booksy,
0: there are four hundred thousand people that are just waiting to see new mystery, thriller, horror, whatever books come each day, and then you just sell your ebook on these websites and see what happens.
2: No shit. Yeah, that's that's so, awesome. So
0: have you so, seen uh,
1: good success you, with that so far? Or?
0: I had decent success with Bargain Booksy, not not too much. I think I sold like forty copies in a day, and mm-hmm. it cost me, I think like a hundred dollars or maybe sixty dollars to do the promotion. Yeah. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: it barely broke even. But with the other one, um, not Bargain Booksy, but Book Buddy, that one's kind of way bigger. That one goes out to four million people Damn. and Shit. not four hundred thousand. So I haven't done that one yet. I'm hoping to do it in a couple weeks, but but we'll see. Yeah, and man. That one's is supposed there... to at least get about a thousand copies sold. They say, but who knows? It's all
3: individual. Is is that a higher premium? I'm guessing, given yeah, the that one. That one's like yeah.
0: I think you have to pay like a thousand dollars for Ooh, that one. Wow, yeah. It makes but sense. But at you the know? same time, yeah. If you get you know, you could the guy I talked to for his first book, he sold thirty thousand copies in a weekend. Holy, Holy shit. shit! And Holy damn. I mean, some people have that success. Other people only sell like 200 copies. Yeah. So you don't know what you're going to get. Wow.
2: Was he just writing like the hottest fan fiction and people were just like, oh, yeah, (laughs) all over it. You know, he
0: he wrote, um, he writes kind of mystery, thriller, serial killer, detective stuff too. And I think he came with his first book in like 2008 and he's had crazy success with it. So
2: cool. Good for him. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, hopefully I get a little bit of that, you know?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fingers hope for you, so free as well, man.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you have, have had quite the like diversity of, of mentors and, and just people that have kind of come in and helped you out along the way as well. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It was a huge learning experience because, I mean, like, coming from day one, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even know how to start. Like, I was just writing notes down on a piece of paper. And then kind of looking back on it now i'm i'm working on an, another book now and it's totally different because i've had the education of doing one
2: yeah right and
0: uh it was stressful at first being like oh, i'll self-publish and maybe i won't get an agent but at the same time it's like eh, you know what you kind of just say screw it i wasn't doing this to just get an agent and have like a book deal i was kind of more just doing this to to do it itself and right and see if i could do it and then kind of go forward with it
2: yeah yeah man that's so cool um, it was fun. Yeah, I have a a little side diatribe for you. When you <laughs> when you meet someone new and, and you know oh boy. you're kind of interested and they're kind of interested, at what point do you drop the like? Oh, by the way, I'm an author. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't I haven't had to do that yet. I've I've actually had a girlfriend.
3: For- oh, this so. oh, this
2: guy. Is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's, okay, fair but- enough. Do you ever drop it on her? <laughs> Yeah, I remember. know, oh, I haven't even told her yet.
0: I plan on uh, presenting this podcast and seeing how she takes it. Yeah, there you go. Oh, nice. we're happy to
2: use our platform of dozens of listeners to uh, pu- push you as far as we can.
3: That's <laughs> yeah, be an awesome. honor. Be an honor. Yeah, dozens, Do you, uh, maybe
2: I
1: like it. There you go. One other thing, Colin. Do you want to, I guess, dive in and and give us a brief snippet kind of of what your next book's about or do you want to hold out on that or what are you? Sure. Uh, the
0: next one is uh, actually like an idea I had when I was 18 and uh, it's, it takes place in an insane asylum, but I, I never kind of completed anything about it. Cause I was like, I'm 18. I don't really understand a lot of things yet. <laughs> And
3: I just knew it does wasn't it, gonna be good. I kinda left it alone.
1: Yeah.
3: But does it have anything to do with light bulbs? Just kind of a <laughs> guess or
0: no light bulbs. That one's still on the table. Yeah, I've got an idea about it. <laughs> that one's idea. still on the table. <laughs> I uh, sorry. I think I actually wrote like a little um I always write like the back of the book thing. I think I oh, have yeah. that right here. But this one, yeah, this one takes place in nineteen thirty seven. Because that was when uh, everything was kind of very odd with the theories of the unconscious and creepy. So I thought I'd run with that. And here's the little premise. In the summer of 1937, the superintendent of a Michigan psychiatric hospital, Dr. Ernst Einhof, hires Dr. Joseph Astor to head his secure ward. Yet the job isn't what it's expected to be after Einhoff reveals a drug fabled to give his patients the experience of their own death. In the hope that the drug will give a new perspective and guide their patients into better health. The doctors attempt to use it to explore the unconscious. But as they debate over the theories of the mind, the drug leads them down a, a dark path their theories can't explain. Is this world they're exploring the projections of their patient's unstable mind, or have they opened a door to something else?
2: Dude, fuck yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Love it. <laughs> legitimate, I'm, like I'm nine getting nine like, like a... I'm getting like a Martin Scorsese Shutter, Shutter Island, Island vibe, and I <laughs> love, love it. So that that sounds awesome. You have me hooked, man. I'm excited. Thanks, man. Yeah,
0: that uh, one I'm trying um, to go uh, a little more horror with. I like fair it. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: Did, you, uh, did you find any inspiration from uh, being so close to Alcatraz? You know, I actually recently went
0: before huh. COVID. Oh, cool. And okay. uh, that was, I was kind of thinking about it a little bit there with nice. the cells and everything. But uh, I think the the main inspiration I had is I was trying to find stories where people have lost their mind or things about insanity, because that was kind of what the, the stories hinged about, because that's terrifying. It was like uh, writing over themes, like the garage gorilla is scary cause it's a serial killer. It's like that's terrifying because it's real. Yeah. And insanity mm-hmm. is also the second scariest thing I can think of. And so as I was thinking about this, I wanted to read stories where people had explored that. And so I read Stephen King's, Um, the one in Colorado, the shining, and he, he he deals a lot with supernatural craziness, like people reading other people's minds and stuff like that. And I wanted to keep a little more realistic. And then I read, uh, another good one. That's pretty creepy. If you guys like scary books called, um, uh, a haunting of Hill house, that one's pretty great. And that one's also kind of how a lady slowly kind of falls into, the graphs of this, you don't know what it is. It's either a ghost or her own
2: mind. Yeah. And so those were kind of the
0: inspirations for, for what I was. Nice.
2: Think. Have you ever heard of the uh, the concept of a, a stone tape? I have not, no. A s- so a stone tape, as I understand it, um, it doesn't have to be a stone, but it's any like object basically. So, you know, stone, a rock or a stone is a very... It's a thing that's existed for a long time and kind of took on the idea of that. But basically, it's the idea that these objects, if like a trauma happens in or around the object, it absorbs like the trauma and then basically um, forward into the future, you know, if you or I were near that object, we would like sense that trauma almost in like the form of a ghost because you can like sense the almost like i'm not sure what the right word is not subjectivity but like the um, point of view feelings and synapses firing of the person going through the emotional experience at the time i don't know that was something that i heard about a lot i dig that yeah but (laughs) that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff that i
0: i pay attention to though and i I look at it i'm like oh maybe there's an idea there what if i what if i ran with that yeah. And so I, I write down all, all these scrambled ideas for, for maybe I can kind of try to develop them later. Like in, being in Colorado and growing up in Colorado, there's my favorite one that I have yet to figure out what I'll do with is all of our ghost towns. Oh, there yeah. is, I haven't, yep. Saint I Elmo, haven't yep. read a good book yeah. about a great Colorado ghost town or something Saint, like uh, that. And a St. Elmo I think novels in the a, works. Yeah, exactly. yeah exactly. I think it there's a, there's good. a good, uh, there's a good avenue there for, for an idea, but I haven't yeah,
3: Put now. us put us on the map, man. I'm I'm putting. The, you said that uh, you know you, you tell people about writing books and it drives you to you know continue it. Well, you just told us that, so I'm expecting something. <laughs> about a, a you called me out. Call yeah, got to do that one. You uh, first. So yeah, I'm I'm pushing you. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, do we do we have any more questions for him or am I seeing? Let's see. Um, I, I think he he's hit a lot of these. I think we touched on most of them, um, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I was just gonna ask Colin real quick. Um, what what did you find most difficult about the writing process as a whole? Just a, any any part of it. What what was what stood out as the most difficult for you, as a new writer?
0: Making it realistic. I think that's the part that for me, when I watch any movie, drives me insane. Yeah. Anytime okay. that or reading a book when it just doesn't (laughs) get realistic, I can't, I no longer enjoy it. And so as I was going through writing this, I was starting to, I would, I would write a page or a chapter, and then I would kind of jump ahead and do outlines for what I wanted to happen next. But then in order to get that outline idea, I listened to a lot of podcasts done by old detectives. And I read a lot of, I read the Zodiac and I'll be gone in the dark and all these books about kind of serial killers and detectives and how, what happened with what, but that was the hardest part. It was like coming up with something yeah. believable that then would, would kind of really happen. Yeah. Nice. I didn't want it just to be, you know, just like another random mystery book. Like, oh, there's the guy in the gorilla costume <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was you, old man Jenkins good, good the thing holes, you didn't. Uh...
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, good thing you didn't go down the Scooby-Doo path. I'm. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was tempting. You know, it was
0: pretty tempting.
2: But I held off. Cool, man. That's where awesome. the big
0: numbers
3: are. Um,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly you gotta, you, gotta that, you gotta get in that Scooby-Doo niche
1: that Scooby-Doo <laughs> niche and you're golden
3: don't, don't listen to Dylan Every, our, <laughs> that's for our listeners and for Colin as well don't, don't listen to him um, well uh, I just want to say Colin thanks for, for kind of sitting on the hot seat and, and, and answering those you guys well real quick before I, I transition Tyson or Dylan you don't have any more questions uh, pertaining to the book before I switch I don't no, believe so. no,
2: I'm. Uh, I'll. I'll be honest. I. I haven't read it, and uh, I. I will give it a purchase. I'm super jazzed yes, talking too. to you about this. It. It has me as my creative juices. Uh, inspired and uh, yeah, man, that's it's super admirable and just very impressive that you went through and did that. So I'm really impressed. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, thank yeah. you
0: guys. Yeah, and thanks for this. I think this is pretty cool. You guys doing a podcast and <laughs> having a good time with it. That's all. That, all that counts, right?
1: Yes, yeah. well, all yep, of right. our, our, our many dozens of, of audience members they'll be they'll be getting Art. just infiltrated via social media <laughs> about this once it's
3: all once it's
1: all up and, and recorded.
3: Don't uh, don't over oh, don't over I think there's like probably two <laughs> listeners. Okay, so let's uh, let's, yeah. let's be realistic. It's in the dozens. I'm not gonna count. One any of them. This will yeah. be our turning point episode. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Colin. Selfishly, yeah. we're using you as, as a as a stepping stone here, but.
0: You know, um, I don't have too many readers. So gotta, <laughs> I got a—I don't even know how many, but um, I'll turn them to it. You know, there yeah. you go. I'll, I'll have, bring the masses. <laughs> I
1: will interject. I have read uh, yeah. the Garage Gorilla. I thought it was very well written. Brandon Dylan, if you guys are, you know, going to invest in, and give it a give it a read. It's very entertaining. It uh, for me, anyways. It kind of kept me on on the edge of my seat for. Whatever the hypothetical seat, I'd, I'd read it before I'd go to bed. But, anyways, um, it was definitely hard to put down. We'll just put it that way.
3: So, nice, very yeah. good. Nice, well, man. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously excited, and and piggybacking off Dylan, like uh, I just think it's, I commend you for for. You know put yourself out there and going through it and uh i think a lot of people can learn from your process of just like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but i'm going for it and, yeah. and just like I, I think i really relate to that because that's how i do things and and just kudos to you man and i, I am going to read that book as well so mm-hmm. um anyway uh Thanks. yeah was yeah. literally what it
0: was yeah you really have no idea until you until you go <laughs> yeah.
2: I
3: have, a uh, we, we could all learn. Yeah. Yeah.
2: As someone with a lot of cr- creative ambitions, who's very good at spreading out way too wide and not always being the best on following through. I took some notes throughout that. So, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, let's see where that goes. Nice. Damn.
1: Good. Nice. Yeah. Yes.
0: yeah. And text me too. if You guys are ever interested in it or interested in any of that, any of that stuff. Sure.
2: Yeah,
3: definitely, man. Yeah. We will definitely take you up on that. Um, well, so, Colin, um, I think what we're going to do is we're going to uh, transition this great conversation into uh, a, kind of a newish segment that we have. It's called What's That Sound? Pretty much premise is just what are you listening to? We each, we each submit a song. I think uh, at the beginning of this, uh, Colin, you, you gave us a, a great little old banger that we're, we're excited to listen to uh we we give a little blurb on it and uh we just kind of rock out for a little so uh you, you mind joining us on that little uh, journey for a little yeah of course okay cool um let's see are we starting right off with uh yeah we're gonna start off with yours we're gonna start <laughs> off with the guest of honor uh, i love so the we-
0: love the beginning it's uh it's kind of got a novelesque poetic kind of creepy beginning that turns into a, a good little jam Okay, A hot little
3: number, if you will. <laughs> All right. That's a hot number. I love it. This is, uh,
2: this is uh, The Gambler by Kenny Rogers.
1: On a warm summer's evening On a train bound for nowhere I met up with a gambler We were both too tired to sleep So we took turns of staring Out the window at the darkness so boredom overtook us and he began to speak he said son i've made a life out of reading people's faces knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes so if you don't mind my saying Look that flow i can see you're out of Mad aces plus. for a taste <laughs> of you go, Kenny? whiskey i give you is Kenny Roger Kenny right? definitely must so <laughs> I with that top hat god damn and he drank down my last swallow then he bombed a cigarette and
2: asked me for a light slowly undressing and the night got
3: <laughs> quiet I was gonna say so I, got, I should pick up some tips so I should pick up some tips buy me board, dinner first you Kenny gotta to <laughs> <the> <laughs> you gotta know <laughs> when the whole
1: no to
2: walk right, for away, legal reasons, I'm gonna fade no it out. Run. You
3: yeah. never count your money.
0: I think oh, that yeah, came on as I was going to the airport one day, and I was like, "This is this is now my jam for the next <laughs> week." <laughs> this
2: is now my shit.
3: <laughs> that is that was audibly pleasing, and also uh, I'm slightly visually stimulating. Right now, so yes. I, I have <laughs> no idea. My senses pleasing, are off the charts pleasing. right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Dylan. You, yeah, yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, I'll, I'll, nice. I'll put a
2: little bow on that. I'd like to say, similar yeah. to what Colin was saying, um, I think Gwen Stefani had a similar feeling when they she was eating a banana, and she's like, "This is my shit. <laughs> this, is, this shit is bananas."
3: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of inspiration, that was exactly yeah, how they, Gwen Stefani <laughs> wrote that song. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you for giving us that fact. insight into her, okay. her creative process.
2: Me and Gwen are tight. <laughs>
3: Just to yeah. uh, interject real quick, um,
1: Brandon, I know I know you've become very fond of Jim Croce over the last couple of years, um, sure, but yeah. I will have to just say and mention I believe Colin was kind of one of those first people to turn oh, myself on a Jim, to Jim Croce, Croce. Croce. Yeah. hardcore fan. Yeah, okay. hell yeah, so, man. well, indirectly,
3: thank you, thank you, indirectly. Um, yeah, he is the man.
0: <laughs> Ty- Tyson, uh, Tyson gave me Deer Tech. I showed him oh, Jim Crouchy. That's a that's a good trade. <laughs> that's
3: what we're here for.
1: Fun fun fact: I we actually it. saw what was it? Deer Tick and Edward Sharp, I think, at the yeah. Was it that at the Greek in in Berkeley? The Greek so. in oh. Berkeley, and Edward Sharp was
0: hammered. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. We yeah. met him. We met him before the <laughs> show was started. We like, took a picture with him was, before yeah. <laughs> the show, and he was like walking around with the crowd. <laughs> I think I still he have that. Was doing his
2: whole like I'm Jesus vibe.
0: 100 oh, yeah, percent, definitely. Yeah. I got yeah. that. Yeah. No one said it at the time, but you just nailed it on the head. He yeah. was,
2: I'm uh, playing Winter Park, and yeah, about halfway through, he's like, let's all just sit down together for like 12 minutes. <laughs> we're, like, <laughs> we're like, fuck yeah, man, like, I'll follow you to anything. <laughs> he definitely that's has perfect. like a, a, I don't know, yeah, that was some, what happened. some energy leadership around him. It's very interesting.
0: It was, uh, I think it was right after the girl left the band. Yeah. And so yeah, it right. kind of yes. awkward. Yeah. And he, he still did all the same songs that they yeah. they did together.
1: Just without a female.
0: <laughs> <And> it, was, <laughs> it was a weird, as he was very visibly drunk.
1: Thank God for, <laughs> thank God for Deer Tick. That's all I got to say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, they were great. Awesome. Um,
3: what we, what I do we guess got next? this one's mine. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, this is becoming a common theme. Uh, I'm embarrassed because we have a guest on, but I totally didn't have a fucking song. I picked this at last <laughs> Again? last minute. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. It's it's another little indie rock thing. Um, I think Tyson's aware of this. I got this song from a show on Netflix called Atypical. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a cool. I, I I'm really drawn to the intro. It's got like a nice little deep deep bass kind of uh, intro that's all i got it's it's uh yoko ono by moby rich so nice
2: so brandon either forgets to bring a song to the table or he totally panders to the audience and plays some edm
3: shit <laughs> <laughs> whoa whoa i played house and that was once <laughs>
2: i know it was actually dylan, a song
3: but dylan I got he's, a he's consistent he's <laughs> at least consistent
2: here is yoko ono by moby rich
3: Shit. I don't want to take on you. No idea what the video I is. about, owe like
2: I got nothing, you got nothing. Be my That bass.
1: No shit. <laughs> take notes, Colin.
2: Take I know they have pizza. Time. <laughs> I gotta that pizza. Right. I got a I got Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm kidding.
2: It's fun they gotta do this together. Yeah. 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 I like, just stop him and he can get the bed. nice pick bram
1: yeah that's good thanks
2: you know bram i give you a hard time but uh you're okay sometimes (laughs)
3: <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Side oh, note okay. too,
1: atypical man. What a what a great show. I'm I'm curious when they should be coming out with a a new season here before too long. I'd think.
3: Yeah, I hope so. Me too. I like, I like that show very much. Oh God, we gotta listen to. Is this Dylan's song? This is actually oh, mine. Thanks.
2: Tyson's song. Oh asshole. my bad. Oh, <laughs> take it back. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, so this is uh, uh,
1: "Colors" by the Black Pumas. Uh, they're like a—it's almost like a psychedelic, like soul band. I think they're out of Austin, Texas. Um, Ooh! But the song "Colors," so. I think, is very—I don't know—it's—it's it's, it's fitting for the times for sure. But I think they're—they're they're awesome, and and they—they they sound awesome too. So,
2: Tyson, I realize I may have incidentally loaded up the official live session of the song. Do you think that'll? be acceptable
1: um if
2: not here couldn't I tell
3: think. you man i've I've never watched the oh. video um, tell you what, i'll
2: i'll pivot right look. now
3: and then uh, so you clarify with tyson's song i think, songs I think it is my songs you i think that first one was whatever
1: i think the first one was good deal but maybe this let's do the official music video i guess go from Sounds there good. i'm gonna make note of that deal thanks <laughs> <laughs> might take a bit for the music to actually start i have no idea yeah. All right, here we go. I woke up to the green sky first. Baby oh. blue. Oh yeah.
0: I get up off you ground, show me some new music, back for it. Round, 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 till I'm clean.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Worth Here goes our LLC right there. <laughs> I
2: can't the it's we need it. One. Good pick, Tyson.
3: That was thank a great day. job. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Very soulful. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, those guys are awesome.
2: My soul feels nourished.
3: Nothing. Yeah, you need it. <laughs> I
2: need. Nothing. <it. laughs> <laughs> 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 Shut up, Brandon. You're still famished. <laughs>
3: oh, I mean, we know that, but <laughs> you—you're still uh, on the saving block, you know.
2: Oh, that's fair. All right, you know, I'll pivot to mine really quick. Um, this song's actually, yeah. Uh, there's an album out by an artist I really like named George Clanton. I think his name is George Clanton. I like saying Clanton though. Um Clanton. Yeah, he's kind of he's somehow, he rides the wave. No, it's a mm, take take that back. <laughs> he rides the line between like vaporwave and indie. And I'm not really in vaporwave too much, but he does some cool stuff and uh this guy, Nick Hexham, that he's partnering with for this album, is actually the lead singer of 311. <laughs> you know, oh, like, Amber is oh, the color of your energy.
3: <laughs> oh! Whoa. Um,
2: yeah. And <laughs> for whatever reason, like, the two of them have a vibe together. So uh, this whole album is really hey, good. And, uh,
3: good word. It's, it's a vibe. vibe. It's a such a
2: vibe. Take the four to the five. I'm rubbing three. off
3: on you. I'm rubbing off on you.
2: Stop <laughs> rubbing off on me in public, Brandon. <laughs> it's a private thing. Um anyways, <laughs> this is Out of the Blue by George Clanton and Nick Hexham.
1: Paperwave.
0: It happened out of the blue didn't have a clue Never supposed the road I drove to would be closed It happened out of the blue Didn't have a clue Never supposed the road I drove to would be closed
3: Oh yeah, like, I love that drum Yeah
2: Yeah, Is but that only have
0: under three thousand views.
2: Yeah, I I don't know I don't know what the what the fuck, man. It's so good. <laughs>
3: good point out. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. interesting.
2: Um, yeah, S- I, I I feel like it has like it's like a it's like a summer synth song. You know, it's like like oftentimes songs with a bunch of synth kind of come off kind of harsh and cold. But I feel like his synth work, it f- it feels just like a, I I don't know. It's like nice and summery, and then you got the fucking three eleven guy singing like. Nothing's more summer than 311. Amber, (laughs) even though like they're kind of a rainstorms, take me away
3: from the norm. Uh, Like you can't
2: (laughs) not associate them with summer, and it just really works. I really like that whole album. So, uh,
3: yeah, that's cool. It, it, I think vibe was an apt description. It was a vibe. I was vibing. it's (laughs) It's definitely
2: a vibe. Yeah. Um, George Clanton, definitely a a weird dude, but uh, yeah, he's got a lot of good stuff. So check him out. Nice.
3: That was a great, great choice, Dil.
2: Thanks, yeah. Uh, just as a quick recap, the first song that was played was The Gambler by Kenny Rogers. Then we pivoted to Brandon, who played uh, Yoko Ono by Moby Rich. Not the other way around. Not a song by Yoko Ono. I would not allow that on this show. She's, she's not allowed. I was confused
0: at first. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I why a is Brandon little, playing a Yoko insulted. song?
2: <laughs> <laughs> she killed the Beatles, man. Um, <laughs> Tyson picked out Colors by Black Pumas, which... Uh, filled brandon's hollow soul and uh yep. <laughs> uh we just played out of the blue by george clanton and nick hexam so uh yeah what's that sound
1: what's that sound <laughs> what's that sound good Recon? choices
2: <laughs> yeah. good
1: choices everyone good choices. Way to go us yeah.
2: all right guys well should we pivot really quickly into some shots that we've been taking that we have been taking that we are taking
3: I think so. Sure, whatever. I guess that's the <laughs> point of this damn podcast. So all right,
2: sassy Brandon. Since you're so sassy, you can start. <laughs> uh,
3: can I pivot to someone else? Because I really did not. I shouldn't have said that. I don't. I don't have one right now. That one's. I'm pivoting back to you, Dill. Just help me. Just give me. Give me a second to get a shot. You can okay? pivot back
2: to me. Remember how Tyson gave uh, Colin a really cool introduction? If you give me like something yeah. like five percent is good right now, I'll, I'll let you pivot to me.
3: Dylan is a, <laughs> Son of a bitch. No, no all right he's a dylan, open... dylan is a dylan is one of my 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 best friends he's well-spoken he tears it up on the dance floor i've never yeah. seen feet as fast as this guy he's creative he? he needs he needs no other uh introduction than uh than that and uh Take it away. Dylan All right. Stein. I'm, you I'm met the bar, you're now friend. you're
2: just kissing my ass too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, let's see. So m- my previous shot was, um, oh, it looks like the person who writes the shots down, which is me, didn't write a shot down from the last <laughs> week. Uh, yeah, because you didn't have one. I think I was supposed to go take a shot upstairs physically, and I didn't. So I'll take the L on that one. Um, uh, I. I will say, though, I did edit this podcast with some ash snowing on me in Estes Park over the weekend, so that's a pretty cool shot that happened, but that's just an aside. Um, (laughs) A shot that I I want to be taking um, and talking to Colin has kind of only further made me want to go down this path, and that's I was trying to write a song a day, no matter how short and no matter how bad, but just like hammer out the lyrics and maybe some chords to a song literally every day it's as simple as driving to and from work if i have a melody and a lyrical like motif kind of riff it record it and then later on spend 20 minutes on my acoustic guitar kind of just like hey can this be anything um and then just getting it written down because it's writing down ideas i found i can always come back to them with like a different song like oh this lyric fits here and oh this chord progression's a chorus for this or a pre-chorus or whatever um so i i really want to focus on my songwriting it kind of goes hand in hand with some of my previous shots of production with music and getting some music you know officially produced and out this fall see i'm not taking it a page out of Colin's book because I'm bad about talking about stuff before I execute it <laughs> and then I take forever to execute it. so that that's where I uh, um, maybe I need to be more uh, Diverge. tight-lipped but we have a podcast where we kind of talk about our lives every week so it's hard <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, yeah, speaking into goal. existence man yeah
2: oh yeah I've, 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 I've been working at it so it's it's been good and I've been really enjoying it but yeah to kind of focus on some of the more uh, creative stuff and just bash out uh, the skeleton or <laughs> The organs of a song a
3: day. oh well, I just uh, that kind of creepy mystery at the end there. But uh, <laughs> I think that's a I, I think that's a great shot. And uh, Colin, thanks for putting a fire under his ass because no one else can. So <laughs> we're gonna have to um, give you a check-in every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have to have you permanently on. I it. hate accountability. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well. Can I get like a one percent introduction, like a bounce back, because I'm now ready and like I don't deserve it because I'm soulless, as we mentioned before. But do you, do you mind yeah. just like kind of fluffing me up a little, like a fluffer? You yeah, fluff me up? I'll be your
2: fluffer right now, and <laughs> I'll do so. I'll do oh so with one story that I I think embodies our dynamic, and that's that one night after oh being out of the bars in Denver, I went to a food truck and was eating a torta, <laughs> and <laughs> just like going. I was just going neck deep in that torta. You know, juices were flowing and Brandon didn't get a torta. And then we're, we're sitting on the corner, like about to get an Uber and go home. And this, uh, it's like, <laughs> this chick just walks up, pulls oh Brandon in the side, kisses him on the lips, pulls him in, pushes him away and walks away. And I just looked up from my torta and I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so, so, alone. <laughs>
3: and oh, okay. you know well,
2: what it was aptly deserved you know you got some mojo and you. uh you rock it so yeah
3: <laughs> thank you i appreciate that audiences draw whatever conclusions you want from a that story, story. <laughs> but, uh, that's a true story it's, it's a true story um thank you i appreciate that so so my uh my shot um kind of a smaller one but it, it came to me actually last night i um i was on a date with a girl and uh it was it was actually pretty great and, and we were just talking about like um you know personality things characteristics of ourselves and um we we got on the topic of like telling people what they want to hear and i think one of my flaws as a person is i'm too nice at times and i think i just kind of i i i like i don't like putting anyone down and i i hate to put someone in an awkward position so i think i tend to just tell people what they want to hear and i I'm trying to work on telling people what they need to hear as opposed to what they want to hear. Um, and, and I think it's just so much more beneficial, whether that, that other person's a friend, a stranger, or, you know, a family member, I think it's just so much more beneficial to just like, tell them what, what the, you know, objective truth of a given scenario is so that they can, you know, go, go forward and better themselves, whatever that, that scenario may be, as opposed to just like. Giving them a temporary pat on back, like oh everything's great and fine, because you know down the road, someone's going to be that person to to tell them, hey, like this is shit or or whatever you know whatever the context is. So, I'm going to take a shot to to like actively work on that and and stop being a people pleaser. Um, so that's my shot. I like that. I do too. I yeah. think
1: uh, Brandon, I think that's in in retrospect a, a great shot to have, especially focusing on those things but i think too man just knowing you it's it's also nice to have that person who does kind of provide you with that you know positive reinforcement when those people need it so i think what you're getting at is awesome i think there's also a healthy balance you know of, yeah. of it all too which i'm sure you already know but either way man good shit
3: yeah thank you i'm I I just want to clarify. I'm not going to flip the script and become an asshole, <laughs> to all my friends. But um, yeah, it's just a one-eighty. Yeah, <laughs> I always hated strike, you all, fence, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. So. So. So we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave our esteemed guest for last. Tyson, give us. Give us a, another shot here. Sure.
1: Sure. Um. I guess a quick recap. I know the last. I guess two episodes. have <laughs> been talking about creating more content. Um. I need to be better about that for one, but. I think just a, an overall shot is just to work on my consistency. Um, it's obviously with, you know, I have I do an okay job of like writing out goals or things I want to do kind of on a daily basis, but I don't prepare well enough to kind of set myself up for success, if you will. Um, and it's kind of an ongoing, you know, work in progress type thing. But overall, yeah, I just really want to be more consistent kind of with even just like simple things is when I go to bed at night, kind of when I wake up in the morning and just kind of those days before preparing, you know, for, for the next 24 hours or whatever. Um, so, so yeah, I'm just trying to create, you know, some better habits and just be more productive overall.
3: I like it. Um, okay. Well, uh, Colin, so I think you kind of have an idea for for what we mean when when we take a shot. I, I hope we're not putting you on the spot here. Um, I don't know. The alternative, if you, if you don't have some some something that you're working on in your life, if you don't have a shot that you're you know metaphorically working on, the alternative is to take an actual shot. So so that's also out there. Um, I just wanna just wanna preface it, but uh, Colin, um, do you do you have a, a shot that you're working on in life? I got two right now. Oh, um, fuck yeah! All right.
0: Promoting this story we've been talking about, the Garage Gorilla. Yeah, getting that out there more, and uh, I'm working on that insane asylum story. I I told you guys to so that monotone readover. So those are uh, <laughs> those are those are the two I'm working on, and I'm kind of just nice. doing the same steps that uh, that I already talked about. So I just yeah, every every day trying to work on that insane asylum story, get it as creepy and believable as possible. Yeah. Nice.
3: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, we uh, we here on Let's Take a Shot podcast uh, fully support you, and uh, we hope we hope it works out. That sounds. I'm. I, I think that's a great fucking story. Honestly, no bullshit. I, I'm. I'm hooked. Uh, I, I want it to come to fruition. So fucking do it for me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Brandon's, <laughs> Brandon's easy already. Hook. Yeah, he's already following yeah. up on his shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm already starting, guys. Gonna, here it comes. No bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. That's awesome.
2: Cool. All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps it up for the night. Um, once again, Colin, thank you for being on. Um, you know, yeah, thanks we'll, for having me, we'll guys. That's us, fun. We'll, we'll tell the dozens of people out there once again to uh, <laughs> go purchase and read. Uh, is, Love it. Is it the Garage Gorilla or is it Garage Gorilla? It's it's the Garage Gorilla.
1: The Garage oh, okay. Gorilla, like the a, Facebook. I need some more reviews. Yeah. Where, uh, where can we or our esteemed guests as well as us, where can we find? You know, you for one, but your book as well.
0: Amazon. But
1: Amazon. Um, yeah. You can also. I do have a
0: website, but I found it's a little tricky to find. Uh, just ColinPierce.com. Okay. And then
2: uh, I, I do get on Facebook, but I, I neglect the shit out of that. So yeah. Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Facebook's, Facebook's good. Awesome. on the. It's on a downward slope for sure. Yeah. <laughs> First, it ruined democracy. <laughs> then, like you know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: For the uh, for our two active listeners, you, you heard it here first, Garage Gorilla on Amazon. Uh, that's that's where you can get it. Okay, and, guys. The, and, the two the two ones out there.
2: And Gorilla is spelled <laughs> Colin, correct me if I'm wrong on the spelling G U E R I L L A. So it, Two Rs. Two R's, excuse me. So it's like Gorilla Warfare. So Yep. That's it. There you go. That's the one. Yeah, I get those search engine metrics up. <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> cool. Google well, Analytics. Tyson,
2: <laughs> Brandon, Colin, thank you guys. And uh, yeah, we'll close it out and we'll count down in three and do a little clap out. How's that sound?
1: Sounds great. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Three,
2: two, one. Hey, Take shot.
1: shot. shot. Let's it. Let's take a Let's
2: Let's
0: take a shot. let